Is hot girl summer still happening this year? How many carbs are in a white claw? If I squat every day, will I get a dump truck? I'm Shay. I'm Leah. We are Two Tone Training. Training. You're listening to Don't Tone Alone. Run, 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 run. Running. We've got Shania Kranz here, a running expert, if you will, a four-time marathoner going on for numero cinco. What's up, Shania? How are you? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited. I am going on marathon number five. Not sure when yet, but it's it's going to happen probably this year or next spring. Not sure yet. Which, so. which um, city are you doing? So I was actually working on something with Chicago, but that fell through. So I'm really open to anything. I want to try out a new course, preferably out of the Midwest. Um, I'm really, really um, tired. I'm going to get you to Boston. Oh my gosh. I did. I did qualify for Boston in 2019. Um, I know. I think people think that you can just like run the Boston marathon, but you can't like you have to qualify. Everyone's like, Oh, I could probably do that. I'm like, I'm sure you could. (laughs) That must be so annoying. I'd be like, no, no, you cannot. Like you thought. So what does it take to qualify for the Boston marathon for those who don't know? So depending on your age and gender. So for my age group, when I first qualified, it was a 335. And then about a month before my race, they dropped it down to a 330, which that is eight minutes per mile to qualify. Wow. So the older you get, the easier it gets, but you're also getting older. So I, uh, I ran a 756 per mile, which put me at it like a 328. Mm-hmm. And I still even if you do qualify for the Boston Marathon, they only allow 30,000 people to run in. It's one of the world major marathons. So even if you qualify, you might not get in because it's a highly desirable race, the whole world you're competing against. And there's charity runners too. So I qualified, 3,000 people got cut from the race because you have to have a cushion time. So I would have needed to run a 328 20 and I ran a 328 50 or 40. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's really competitive to get in, but it takes people years to train for it. And sometimes people still don't get in and it keeps getting harder and harder every single year. Yeah. Cause you say right now, like you say like eight minute mile and you're kind of like, all right, like that's, that's obviously like good. And that's yeah. fast. But and- you think about it just running one mile. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what people are thinking about. Like you're not thinking about running 26.2 miles at that pace. Oh, it's insane. And you'll be on training runs. You're like, I got this. But then once you're in the race, anything can happen on race day. You don't know what's going to happen. And you get to mile 20, you guys have ever heard of the wall and it's anything is fair game then to hurt you. I mean, your knees could hurt your hips, yeah. you get perfect hips and then your hip goes out. Um, or maybe you start throwing up. I've had that happen in a oh race God. too. Um, yeah. So it's just a different ball game out there. You really don't know what's going to happen. That's um, where I always love to watch is like at heartbreak Hill, like when people do Boston, it's like, that's mile 20. And then they have this humongous hill to get up and over. So like, that's like, I mean, I feel bad for the runners, but it's definitely for um, <laughs> the people watching. It's the, it's the best place to watch. Yeah. No. And like the chafing at mile 20, like that can't be cute. Oh no. Um, mile 20 is hard. Um, I, my first marathon, I was feeling good the whole race. I ran a three forty five. Um, 
and I didn't hit the wall. So I was like, marathoning isn't that bad. And then my second race, I was like, I should try to qualify for Boston. And I was crying the last four miles, <laughs> but I was like, I'm almost there. And you just got to really dig deep. That's really mind over matter. Those last few miles during a marathon. Oh, definitely. I feel like, well, I haven't done a marathon yet, but I've done um, a few like half marathons. And one time I feel like I did amazing. I ran with my friend. The other time I think I like fought with my ex-boyfriend the night before, like didn't get an ounce of sleep <laughs> yeah. and like I had like cramps and it was like raining out. And like, I think I've never been slower. Like I pro- no, probably you're really like me. an athlete. And that's what's so crazy is like you train for so many months. And then all of a sudden, like the night before, it's just like, it's out of your hands essentially, or it's raining or I don't know. That's just like, I couldn't deal with that unknown. I'm, I need everything planned out for me. It really is hard. Um, you could have a perfect training cycle. I tell everyone all the time, you could do everything right. You hit all your times, everything's great. And then you get to race day and you trained in the winter, which this happened to me, my last race, you train in 20 degree weather, you get to race day and it's 80 degrees and 100% humidity. You don't expect it and your body's not used to it. So even though you did everything right, you completely bonk on race day. So it's, you have to kind of let go of control. Right. It's, it's hard, um, but it's all a part control of the Control what you can control. And uh, I don't know, what, what do you think about when people say kind of like training for something? Do you think it adds joy to running or do you think it like takes away and like stresses you out when you know you have to be training for something? And like sometimes your runs now are not no longer leisurely. They're, um, they're, they're, they're scheduled. Yeah. yeah. I think it depends on the person and also what part of life you're in. There's been times where I really needed a training cycle. There's other times where I just don't want the added stress of trying to hit a certain time. I know sometimes you just want to run for fun, but also sometimes you need a plan to get you out the door because if you wake yeah. up and you're not for anything, it's like, huh. why would I run 10 miles? <laughs> that it's a great question. <laughs> yeah. I think that like, that's the type of thing you have to plan for, right? You have to have your shoes out and you're like, I have no choice, but to run this 10 miles. Do you eat anything or like, do you wear anything in particular when you do some of these like longer runs? Yeah, I actually ran 10 miles this morning. Uh, and <laughs> I what I don't I? think I I've coffee. ever ran 10 miles. I'm just going to put that out there. But like, <laughs> never say never. Continue. Yeah, you never know. Um, maybe you'll sign up for a marathon after talking to me. <laughs> Got to qualify uh, first. <laughs> every run is different. Today's it was 10 miles. So if I do a run over 90 minutes, I focus on fueling more. And I have Huma gels or goo. Oh, There's yeah. certain mm-hmm. types of gels you can get at the running store or online. And then I'll typically take that every 40 minutes if I'm my run is over 90 minutes. So I took two gels today. And it helps you get through the run because once you get to that 60, 70 minute mark, you need something in your body. Right. So that's usually when I start fueling and I typically eat a piece of toast before my run as well. Cause you don't want to run on an empty stomach. I know a lot of people do that, but it's just better to run on fuel. Yeah. Um, there's something called fat based fueling. I'm not sure if you guys have ever heard of that, but runners will just run without eating anything and they train cardio yeah they use their body fat to burn yeah and they use their fat storage to as energy which is crazy i don't know how yeah i think that's like popular in the fitness world like shay was saying like the fasted cardio Mm -hmm. and like a way for people to lose weight lose fat 
I feel like I used to do that and be like very regimented about it. And like, I don't know if I could really say benefit or not, but now I kind of definitely like, there are some days I just wake up and I'm like, I am starving and I need to eat. And right. And then you're going to use it as fuel. And then you are still going to tap. If you're looking to lose weight, tap into burning fat eventually once you get through those carbohydrates. But anyways, back to you and back to your diet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, some runners do that, but not for me. And also if you feel garb like garbage through your run, cause you're not fueling, you're not going to want to do it again. So it's better to finish your run feeling good. And also if you finish a run and you're not fueling, you don't feel good the rest of the day. You don't want to do anything the rest of the day. I have done that. My first training cycle, I was a couch potato the rest of the weekend. Um, but now when I eat during my runs, I have so much energy after, and I'm able to actually hang out with people and hold a conversation because my brain is functioning. I'm sure your boyfriend's thrilled. He's like, thank God. (laughs) Is your boyfriend a runner as well? No, no, (laughs) he's a pilot. Um, He did go on a run with me once when we first started dating. And I was like, yeah, let's do a quick three miles. And I took him on a six mile course, like the hilliest one I could have chosen. Um, Your first mistake. And now he's like, never again. It's like not eating when you run, right? And then he's like, that was a horrible experience. (laughs) We've been dating for three years now and he hasn't ran with me since year one. Those hills must have been rough. But sometimes yeah, it's nice. We've talked about this recently to have your own separate thing. So he's a pilot, you're a runner, you have your alone time, you have your own passions. Yeah, it's so important because, you know, he's off doing his thing and he has weird flying hours and training for a marathon is very time consuming. So I have something to do. I'm not sitting here waiting for him. You know, it's really nice to have your own thing and also just to get out there and think. I mean, you have three hours on some of your long runs all to yourself, but training with people also makes running way less painful as well. Agreed. We found that out with like the run club, but I do have a question. So when when you're, (laughs) I was like three hours, I'm like, that's a long time. Like, I feel like I'm always like listening to music or like my workouts are a lot shorter than that. But like, do you come back and you're like, I have a bone to pick with you. Like you're with your boyfriend. Like I'm like, yeah, it's like what time to think about that. It's like when you're in the shower and you have all these thoughts. Yeah. Three hours. Do you, yeah. Do you ever come back and are like, actually remember two weeks ago (laughs) when I told you to take the chicken out of the freezer? (laughs) Remember I said I was okay with that? No, I'm not. <laughs> no, he, um, actually sometimes if we get in like little tips, um, he'll be like, you know what? Maybe you should go run. Like you'll Maybe be- <laughs> you should just flee the scene <laughs> as quickly as possible. Do you get mad when he yeah. says that or you're like, whatever? Um, I'm like, first I'm mad. And then about an hour into my run, I'm like, Okay. I, I, I see why this, and sometimes I'll call him during my run. I'm like, okay. He's like, just finish your run. I'm like, well, I really just want to say, and then I'll come back and I realize whatever, whatever he did, even though it was stupid in the moment. I'm I, yeah. Running really is therapy. So yeah, take us through that three hours. Like is the first hour music, then it's podcast, then it's thinking about the fights or, or I how does it go? It really is mind over matter. I feel like every athlete that we've talked to is just saying they're like, yes, like your body is probably capable of it it's just like your mind you need to convince Uh for that like time yeah I mean every run is different so most of your long runs you want to do at an easy pace but sometimes there's workouts thrown into the long run so when I start my long run I'm usually like this is awful why am I doing this and especially in the winter um I'll 
put on podcasts, a lot of podcasts, usually true crime, Mm -hmm. um, which kind of scares me sometimes, but (laughs) you're like running through the woods. (laughs) (laughs) It's daunting when you look at your watch and you're 0.5 miles in and you have 19.5 to go, but then you just start picking out the miles. You kind of have to play a numbers game when you're running. It's like, okay, I have one done. So that's one out of 20 convert that to a percentage and then just do that with all the miles. And I'm like, okay, I just have to do that 19 more times. That wasn't so bad. (laughs) Um, And then once you get, at least for me, once I get to mile 12 or 13, that's when my knees are kind of like Shania. What are, what are we doing here? (laughs) Like I'm hurting. Um, But you just kind of keep running, stretch out, do some butt kicks and check in with your body and, it every run is different you know sometimes mile one is the worst mile but sometimes that's the best mile you never know what you're getting into on a long run do you people talk about runners high and I don't know if I've ever truly experienced it maybe (laughs) it's like I've run one mile and I never got the high I was confused confused. I was waiting for that high (laughs) just then it was over (laughs) so do you is that a real thing by the time I was going into my job Had my goo for the one mile. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. I'm sorry. Is a runner's high a thing? It is a thing. It doesn't happen all runs. Sometimes it won't happen every week, every month, but it's just one of those runs. You're out there. You feel like you're on top of the world. You're cranking out the miles. Maybe you did two miles. Maybe you did 20 and you just feel good. You feel unstoppable doesn't always last the whole run, but maybe yeah. there's like two minutes of you feel on top of the world. Um, it's really special. You guys, you guys are totally going to get it with your run club and running right. with people. It makes a difference. Oh, for it sure. Does. It was so awesome this past Tuesday, just to like have people outside and like community. And even if people weren't running it, walking it, I don't know. Yeah. So obviously you're a very experienced runner and you're talking about running marathons here, but I would like to speak to our run club peeps. And I think it was pretty eye-opening when Shay were at, Shay and I were advertising this run club and people just saying how much running scares them and intimidates them. So for those beginners, what are some tips and tricks? Because obviously you didn't just wake up and run a marathon. You, you had to start somewhere. So do you have any insight for us? Yeah, definitely. So I I have been running since fifth grade, but I didn't get into the longer distance until I was in college. But honestly, run walk method is slept on so much. When people get that. into running, they think I have to go run three miles and to prove a point. And if I can't run that far or a mile nonstop, I'm not going to be good at this. It's not for me. It doesn't happen like that. You have to build up to it. So if you can't run a half mile without stopping, that's okay. Do maybe a quarter of a mile, walk a quarter of a mile, or don't do distance, do time-based, run for two minutes, walk for two minutes. And it really helps you and then keep building on that. And then as you get a little, maybe you can do two or three miles, incorporate some speed workouts in there. There are so many ways for beginners to improve and everyone just thinks, well, she's just fast. I'm never going to get like that. She had to do that to get like that. And even now when I'm in between training, my coach, she'll have me do run walk methods. And I those are my favorite days because you have five miles on the menu for the day and you get to walk a little bit of it. So it helps break up the run. And another tip I would have, 
go to run group. And I'm not just saying this because you guys are starting. <laughs> oh, I love you. Yeah, I heard it here. <laughs> but I have a run group where I'm at and it makes a world of difference. The miles go by faster. You get to meet a community of people who are suffering through the miles with oh, you. Yeah. And you get people from all paces there. So not everyone at run group can run a seven minute mile. Some people walk there and that's okay too. It's just about finding a community. That's the whole point of running is having that community to run with, meeting people and eat carbs. Runners need carbs. Oh, hell yes. (laughs) That's another tip. Yeah, definitely carbo loading is important. And especially if you're training for longer races, another thing is, is a lot of runners gain weight during, whether it's marathon training or half marathon training. Um, Typically they gain five to eight pounds just because of water retention. So that's another thing. Interesting. Um, Don't be scared of eating too, because you need it. So I would say that's my third tip. No, I I think these are so helpful. And I just, I, I don't know. I remember like being a really beginner running and I definitely was like really overweight when I started running too. And like, that can be so discouraging, especially when you're outside. I remember like running to the end of the block and just being like, so gas, so winded. And like, I feel like us as humans are just like tend to like shy away from the things that we're not good at. So I love what you say about like the timed intervals. And that's like one of my favorite classes to now teach. It's like, I teach, um, like an interval based running class. And I think people love the idea of like, okay, I get through the 60 seconds. It's like a mind game. Like you said, right through the 60 seconds. And then I have a minute and a half to just like chill before I have to ramp this treadmill back up. Yeah, no, I I love that. And I think it's also understanding the concept that you look at these runners and you just think, oh, they, they again, woke up like that. But no, they started where you are now. And the only reason that they got there was because they were willing to put themselves in that uncomfortable position. So just wrapping your mind around that and I think having a community helps. Oh, for sure. No, we had people at all different paces. And I think like sometimes like, oh, I'm running alone. But like, you're not like, I think, yeah, you kind of ran at your own pace. But then you'd like meet up with someone. And for our case, like you'd see the light up sneakers right ahead. And then we all finished together for like a little bodyweight boot camp, which was, I think, a lot of fun. Yeah, the community changes everything. And also sometimes it's hard to get out the door with running because you think, oh, I'm going to be out there for 30 minutes. But if you have people who are counting on you to show up, you usually go. Um, you don't want to be the person that bails on run group. Right. Um, although I have been that person yep. before. Yeah, <laughs> That's kind of why we also too, like we charge, it's $10 to run. But I think like having just even like a little bit of cost to it makes people be like, hold them that much more accountable. Exactly. Like, it was free. Like I really do think yeah. a lot of people would have bailed. I agree. Oh yeah. When you invest in yourself, it's with anything. Um, you think, oh, well, I paid to do this. Like yeah. I might as well show Um, I am the same way. I actually, I have a running coach and running coaches are for all levels of runners. Um, but sometimes I don't want to do it. And I'm like, Shania, you paid for this. Like you paid for someone to tell you to do this. Um, and it, it really gets you out the door when you know money's on the line. No, it's true. It's a good motivator. There used to be like an app. Like, I don't think I ever had it, but it would like, it would literally like you dock your workouts and then they would like steal $5 from you if you didn't show up Oh my God. But I mean, it's the same thing as like you pay for a big bougie membership at a gym and like, yeah, you then do the math and you're like, okay, if I show up every day, I'm really getting my money. I'm getting my money's worth. But then you don't show up. You go one day a week and you're like, oh, that one day just cost me $250. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't think that. I don't know what gym you're going to. Sheesh. My group fitness classes are amazing, but maybe. 
maybe not $250 worth. My goodness. Say that's really expensive. Where <laughs> yeah, I think your math is off, Shay. Let's stick to okay. it. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. Or you can go to Planet Fitness, $10. And then- <laughs> um, yeah. you could so you started running in fifth grade and then like what was the journey like did you start running track at school and like how did you get to the marathons really yeah so I kind of have a different couple different stories um but I was in fifth grade and my coach well he wasn't my coach he was my teacher and I had soccer sign up so I went in the soccer room that night I had to choose between soccer or track and I went in the soccer room and then Mr. Locke, my teacher, he walked in the room and he's like, Kranz, get in the track room. What are you doing? And I was like, okay, like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, and I really respected the man. So that was kind of how my running journey started. And I stuck with track all through high school. I got into cross country my junior and senior year of high school. And then I was deciding if I wanted to run competitively in college and I just, I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so stressful. I mean, it's with anything. I, you guys played basketball in high school, right? Yeah. And sometimes it causes you more stress than happiness. I don't know if you get pre game nerves. I got erased. It was so bad. And I was just thinking this is causing me more stress. So I was like, I'm done with running forever. And then flash forward a year, I met this awesome girl in college and she's like, you should do a half marathon with me. And I was like, no, um, that sounds You're awful. Like, Thanks for the suggestion, but no. no. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, why would anyone do that? And it costs money to, it was like a hundred dollars. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You mean I have to pay <laughs> to, to torture tortured, myself. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I was like, why would I pay that much? Um, like, you get a banana and a medal. And like, <laughs> the mo- again, the most expensive day at the gym, the most expensive banana you will ever <laughs> purchase. Yeah. And, um, eventually I signed up with her and, uh, ended up doing the race. Um, the race actually got canceled because of a heat advisory. Long story short, I ran it anyway and got heat stroke. Um, uh, 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 so I don't advise that if a race is shut down because of the weather. Good reason. Yeah. And um, I kind of got hooked after that. Um, after you had the heat stroke? <laughs> yeah. I was like, that you know what? I'm not adding up. <laughs> was like, that was honestly a good time. <laughs> I'm so confused. No, seriously. What, how? Um, I knew I could come back and do more. Um, I just, I was, my friend did better than me because we did separate races Mm because she was in a different state than me. And we went home for the summer after college and her and I were texting. She had a really good race. I had a really bad race. And, um, but I was still running and I was having fun with the training process and meeting people, trying to run with people. And then uh, the main reason why I came back for more is I went through a breakup. Um, that's how a lot of people get yeah, into fitness. Yeah. Those boys. So I went through a breakup with my high school boyfriend um, after our freshman year of college. And I was like, I need something. My friend's like, how about a marathon instead? I'm like, I think that's it. Like, that's what You're I like, need. Sex is great. But again, a mar- let, me, let me introduce you to the marathon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we decided to just do the full marathon. Um, so I trained the rest of the summer and her and I ran our first marathon together and marathon training, any kind of workout training, whatever you're doing, it's awesome. Especially if you're going through a breakup, because it gives you a purpose to get out of bed every day. It gives you something to train for something to 
look forward to. And then you tag and, the boy, the ex-boyfriend in the metal photo, right? <laughs> like being like, I am a snatched baddie who also finished it in killer time. Yeah, you missed out on this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, it got me through it. And um, I was kind of, I was hooked again after that. Um, you just keep coming back for more. You know, you finished the finish line at a marathon, a half marathon, 5K, whatever you're doing. And you're like, I'm never doing this again. Okay. okay. Because you're in significant pain the last <laughs> few miles. And then you, if you cross the finish line, hopefully you made it there. Um, you just get this like, oh my gosh, it's done. And then a day later, you're like, I should do that again. Yeah. And you forget yeah, like hoped. all of the pain yeah. you went through. Right. Don't <laughs> ask me the minute after, but ask me like a week after and I'll have yeah. an answer. I think. Yep. But it does, like, it's interesting, like, maybe it started because you were trying to make an ex jealous or whatever, but there are so many benefits to running. Um, what, speaking of exes, I feel like we yeah. have to kind of address the elephant in the room of how we even <laughs> yeah. got to this podcast. I was going to talk about the benefits of running, but you but know what? This, this seems more, this a little juicier. So, yeah. yeah. So, Shania and I actually met. Um, also, can we talk about how her name is my name, but let's just like the two uh, A little switcheroonie. Yeah, Shania, Shana. Shana. for Shana. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know. People get like freaked out when I call you Shana. They're yeah. like, who? I just think someone's like mad at me. Like, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, Shania and I met about, was it like October of, I get so like, I feel like COVID has messed up my timeline for the rest of ever. Was it October of 2020, 2021? I think it was mm, October or November, November. Um, I remember the day, like, so we locked eyes, we locked eyes. Yeah, no. So my, so let's take it way back. My dad introduced me to my now ex-boyfriend, um, which is so funny. Hilarious. Did you ever hear the story that like Leah, I think you were like dropping some your lunch off for dad and like you saw, don't say the name. I won't say the name. You saw said man and you're like, dad, that's rude that you never introduced us. No, I feel like dad kept talking him up and kept being like, I think you might get along with blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. Like you were single at the time too. I just didn't really understand. He's like, well, he likes sports and you like sports. And I was like, oh, well match made in heaven then. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah. That's all you need. And then, yeah. And then this was like during like prime COVID. He had just moved um, from Michigan to Boston, like didn't know anyone and started dating. And I don't know. It was, I mean, I feel like it was the most like mutual chill breakup ever. Nothing but respect for him and his family. Um, But in the meantime, while we were dating, he brought me to a wedding in um, Charleston, right? No, not Charleston. Um, No. Somewhere in North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. Where was it? I don't. It's Charleston and South Carolina. I don't even know. Yeah, you so guys obvious. definitely went to um, North Carolina because the weekend before it was North Carolina. We were in Nashville, remember? It was yes, back to back. It was back to back trips. So the weekend before, me, Shay, and my ex went to Nashville we to visit the his best sister. Ever, and we did like a conjoined <laughs> costume. It was hilarious. And then the following week, he brings me to this wedding as a date. Um, and I met Shania and she had, hadn't even started her like fitness page. And she was like asking me for advice and all this. I'm like, you should do it. You should do it. So therefore I am taking full credit for you thriving the way you are right now. <laughs> I, I don't know Honestly, if you can do that. I had a huge girl crush on Leah oh, when I God. met you. Um, oh my gosh. I remember we were standing by the campfire and I <laughs> really, like, merged myself. I was like, I want to be her friend. And, <laughs> Boyfriend's family, I love them. But I oh was like, God. I just want to talk to Leah. Um, and so I 
thought it was so cool how I don't know if I found out you had a page that night with your sister or the next day, but whatever. I found you online. <laughs> Oh my gosh, an influencer. (laughs) You are hyping me up way too much. I love this. Keep going. You were so fun to talk to. And you're like, you just have to do it. And uh, And now look at you. Yeah, it it really happened over the last few months. And you just have to niche down, figure Mm -hmm. out what you're good at, and be yourself online. Like, don't try to be anyone else. Right. You know, people see right through it. Like you are so genuine with all your reels and all your content. And like, you can just tell people love you. And I just can't wait for your followers to hear you on this podcast. Oh, I'm excited for them. Um, so it must change a little bit, of course, before you were kind of running training, but now you're also creating content while you do it. Um, does your boyfriend, is he like an Instagram boyfriend? Does he film for you? No, he is. Sometimes he will, but, um, it's not his thing. And even if he's more than willing to do it, but if he does it, I'm like, that's not a good angle. Like, why why didn't you tell me? I say that with yeah. Leah, even when she films me, I'm like, you did not tell me that my bra pad was like underneath my chin. It's like, always my fault, rude. Shania, it's always my fault. But yeah, no, I can see how that could cause some like friction in a relationship. Yeah, it's, oh, having a social media following. Like that and just like having him involved in it. He's like, I don't want to do this. I was just flying a plane for hours. Yeah, it's just not his thing. Um, But then some days he'll be like, I'm not on your Instagram. And I'm like, you have to take pictures with me. Yeah. He's just not a picture or a real guy um but he's he's okay with it he knows I'm doing my thing I'm happy with it um and he'll be more than willing to help me if he's not tired from flying all day um but typically I'm like I could just do it on my own like I I know my angles I know the lighting I got a tripod I'm good don't need you does it cause any tension in the relationship like obviously having a following and I'm sure you get messages whether it be from girls and guys yeah I assume you have most uh, mostly a female following is that wrong to assume okay I have about 60 percent females which I'm so happy about because um I really wanted to gear towards the female following um Honestly, whenever I get fun messages from older men, um, I always just send it to my boyfriend. And it's just kind of funny. I always share with him. He's like, people say that. And he's like, Shania, people want feet pictures. Like, you it's could make thing. some serious money. And I'm like, Spencer, no. <laughs> like, Honestly. Not- no, it's so true. Wait, I have just like a little story to tell about um- – creepy old men signing into dm so obviously shay and i get some pretty whack messages sometimes like a lot of like sugar daddy stuff and they're really tempting i'm not like let's not lie here like sometimes I'm like you really just want to text with turtle me? yeah i'm like you really just want to text with me and you're gonna send me 800 a week like i think i can do that anyways yeah. so we get some guy sliding in and he was like offering like an insane amount of money and oh, Shay's so like i entertain the idea yeah like, gotta do what you gotta do. Times are tough, ladies and gentlemen. So well, kind of like, let's see, like yeah. let's keep it like low risk. Low risk, of course. Yeah. So he's like, "Can I get a photo?" And I think he was offering. He's like, "It doesn't need to be naked." It like, doesn't need to be naked. So all right, we are obviously on camera in like sports bras and biker shorts all the time. Like we're always half naked. Shay takes it upon herself to be this shy little like butterfly and sends him a picture of her in a freaking turtleneck, a turtleneck of all things. When I tell you this man didn't even respond to the message, didn't like the picture, no reaction, nothing. I was like a turtleneck. 
<laughs> I don't know why I picked that photo. I feel like I looked fierce, but like it's kind of funny. Like the fact that like he probably would have responded to anything but the turtleneck. But the turtleneck yeah. So sorry you for didn't that. get payment for that. No, rude. so rude. Like, and if you guys rude. maybe I'll post a picture. No, I'm with siding this. with this man. No, and I feel like you guys will want to Venmo me after you see this photo. All right, I think after when this episode airs, we need to put the picture of the turtleneck photo. <laughs> on our story. I yeah, I, I feel like he did respond and was just like, oh, or something like even worse than not responding. <laughs> he didn't respond. Anyways, um, so yeah, so you get some messages and your boyfriend is kind of like, do you think it's because they want to see the runner's feet? Yeah, so I lost a toenail during my last marathon and all of my followers were like, let's see your feet. I want to see it. And I was like, oh guys. Oh my God. Calm down. No. What is that called? That's like get the guilty put. What is it? ASMR. Fetish. What oh, you do it for like beauty, like pimple popping almost. Like you uh, know what I mean? Like people are gory, gory stuff. Like I feel like people want to see like the the no toenail. Couldn't be me. Yeah, they wanted to see it, and I was like, I'm sorry, I can't. And uh, I don't have cute feet. I run every day, <laughs> and someone messaged me like, "Okay, foot picture now, please." And I was like, Spencer, my boyfriend. I was like, Come here. Like, let me, let me take a picture of your foot. And he's so cute, but his feet are not cute. Okay. It doesn't work. And so I've just been sending people his foot picture whenever people ask me for a feet pic. And they're like, those are kind of hairy, but okay. Have you gotten any money from them? They're like, that's why you don't want to post it. And um, no, they don't pay. And Spencer's upset about that. He's like, they'll pay you, but not me. I'm like, sorry. Sorry. (laughs) That's so funny. He's like, yeah, take yeah. take my feet. I don't care. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. But speaking of feet, what what? So what kind of shoes? I feel like that's like a big debate in the running world. Is like, what shoes do you wear yeah. when you run? Um, I was told that like Hoka's are like the holy grail, and then I don't know how I feel about running in Hoka's. Like, I feel like the platform is so chunky that yeah, I like just a feel stiletto. Like I'm, <laughs> yeah, that I'm like carrying a lot with me. I think it depends on it really depends on every runner and there's no I mean there's Hoka, Saucony, Brooks everyone's like no this is the best this is the best and at the end of the day it's what works for you um I swear by my Saucony guides but you could go run at my Saucony guide Shay and they could be the worst shirt shoot right. possible right. and then I'm coming um, after you <laughs> yeah and you're like Shania you told me yeah, I was like you I lied <laughs> But I actually, I race in Nike Vaporflies. They're a carbon plated shoe, which basically it's like two mini trampolines on your foot. That's the best way to explain it. Um, And you only race in them because they're only good for a hundred miles. But there are so many different good shoes out there. It's at the end of the day, you should go to your local running store if you want to start running or even walking and get fitted properly. It could be Hoka, it could be Saucony. I'm sure I could find a shoe that works for me in every single company. Um, but I just, I'm a Saucony girl. I have been since I've been 16 and I don't think I'm going to be changing anytime soon. I but that. Lee and I both have like a pretty extensive like um, shoe collection. The annoying thing is though, I feel like we typically like wear pretty much like the same size and yeah, a lot of things, but, but like you're like a half size, not even in shoes. And it's now you used to buy nines and it was, I feel like you and mom, you and Karen bullied me into thinking I was a nine no, because you, you like, wanted it to work changed. for you. And I was like, 
guys, I'm an eight and a half, and like you need to stop this. I'm taking a stand, and I'm an eight and a half. What's the test? Like you stick your finger in the back, or you know, like I'm about to do it. You stick it where? What? I'm about to do it on your shoes, right? To see if it's like has any. Do it. This is an eight and a half. I, this feels tight. Like, I can't Bro, even did think you work at, like, Olympia Sports. Like, <laughs> no, you did. Yeah, I know. I'm kidding. Um, I did work at She. Do you, do you know what that is? She. It's, like, a shoe store. But it's it's more, like, still. I haven't heard of it. Oh. I think, yeah, I think it might be out of business. I know. I'm like, what? Who? Um, <laughs> <laughs> who is she? <laughs> I hate myself sometimes. Okay, anyways. Continuing on, let's talk about the benefits of running. When I tried to do that, Che ever so rudely interrupted me. How has your life changed since you started getting into running? Like physical, mental well, benefits? now it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely, there are so many different ways it's changed my life. Um, I guess I feel like I have something, a purpose every day, if that makes sense. So I have something to do every day um, for a workout. I know what I'm supposed to do. And mentally, there's always a challenge I have. I grew up an athlete and it's nice to always have a goal to work towards. Um, Socially, it can be hard because on the weekends, Friday night, you don't want to go out. um, You don't want to drink because the 20 miles is already going to be hard enough (laughs) on Saturday and you don't want a hangover trying to go through that. Um, so socially it can be hard because your life really does revolve around training. Um, working from home does make it easier trying to fit everything in, but it's so important for runners, not just trying to fit in a run, but you also have to lift. You also have to stretch, right? You've got a lot of stuff to fit in. So it really is a part-time job. Like it's not a quick, lift at the gym it's hours on end of training so it really is consuming so you really have to love it um I just kind of identify as a runner like everyone just knows oh Shania the runner girl that's what I was (laughs) all college um I did take a year off of running and really got into lifting and kind of fell in love with that and hit training and figured out how to incorporate that into running and it's so great when you just have everything in there makes it better makes you a better runner I know I think so no no I love that and I think that so many people think when you're running you just have to run and I think it's very very cool that you incorporate that resistance training in there as well and I'm sure it helps oh night and day difference I did my first marathon or two without strength training and I was I was in shape because I was like 18 or 19, but I had no muscle to me. I was just a little string bean. (laughs) And then I started actually adding strength training and I was like, wow, like this makes a difference. Um, It makes you stronger. And it just is so empowering. Like when you go on a run and you're like, you're running and you see your bicep. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) It's just like, it makes you feel so much good, so much better when you have muscle on you. Oh, for sure. Instead of just little string bean runner, which. I love it. I know. Cause I think like sometimes like runners like to stay in their lane and then like bodybuilders, right. They're like, they're like, Oh my God. I like, I know some people at the gym, like personal the trainers, croc- like crocky. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> I don't even want to like, cause just know I'm not stepping <laughs> onto a treadmill. Wait, we got to talk about crocky. We're just going to annoyed. Have you seen that lately? Like when you go to the gym and these like bodybuilders are wearing Crocs, Tim, do you wear Crocs? Tim is our videographer. Do you wear Crocs at the gym? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh! no. What, what's your reasoning? 
Okay, well, it's working. Yeah. Um, I, it just like annoyed like, me because Shay and I were saying it's like you're walking in and like these people are shredded and you're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm so just fit. so shredded and I'm so fit that I'm going to wear Crocs because there is no way in hell that I am stepping onto a treadmill or doing any cardio. And I'm like, that's so rude. <laughs> they like have in sport mode when they, you know how they put the strap back for yeah. sport mode? Yeah. Is that what they have done? <laughs> I actually, my gym I go to, there is a bunch of meatheads there, bodybuilders. And, and they wear Crocs, right? I haven't looked. Okay. I usually go on the girls only section, but I'm, I'm going to. Now start scoping the out their feet. It's either up. the Crocs or, or like sandals. The slides, right? With some socks. Yeah. All day at the gym today, I'm just going to be looking at everyone. Yeah, what are you <laughs> wearing? Like, what is up with her? Yeah, <laughs> like, right? Just curious. It's just, like, funny that it's such a thing. But I do feel like, yeah, having that cross-training is so, so important. And that's something that Leah and I definitely, like, preach, especially just, like, I don't know. Especially after, athletes. yeah, and then, like, after going to all these CrossFit events, like, I just think there's something so cool to be said about, like, being so good in so many different areas of fitness. Right. Like, I think that's it. Oh, Don't yeah. just stay in your lane. Don't stay in your lane. Swerve. <laughs> yeah, that's everything. And runners hate stretching, but I've been going to hot yoga lately. I don't know if you guys, have you guys ever been to a hot yoga class before? Oh, it's like, it, again, you talk about like those 20 mile runs. You're like, during it, I hated it. After it, you feel great. Like, I felt like a new person after it. But during it, like, I hate saunas too. Like, I feel like I'm going to die in there. And right. So, <laughs> so imagine hot yoga. Oh my gosh. It's. You don't even have to even just yoga. It's nice. I it's kind of like the money thing we were talking about. I need to pay someone to tell me to stretch. Uh, I won't do it if if I'm not paying to do it. Right. But it's great adding everything in and it just makes you a more well-rounded runner. Yeah. I feel like you're just a well-rounded human, a well-rounded runner. What do you Hi, what do you do for fun when you're not running? Oh. I travel a lot. I oh, you're so lucky your boyfriend's will, a pilot. Yes. So he starts working for the airlines in January. Well, in January, he'll be gone for training. Um, but so far this year, I've been to Colorado, California, Florida. Um, we take a lot of weekend trips throughout Michigan. Michigan is a beautiful state. If you guys haven't been, there are so many things to do. Um, for fun, I usually run a lot, but yeah. um, I usually explore a lot with my boyfriend um go home to see my family yeah. I'm actually going out to Chicago this weekend to get certified to be a run coach which I'm really excited about oh my so god all right so when you plug yourself we're definitely gonna have to give people kind of like an inside scoop especially people who are interested in possibly training with you that'd be yeah amazing. yeah it'll be it'll be fun I actually have a run coach myself I mentioned earlier and it's just nice having someone giving you a schedule every day to help meet your goals and I want to be that person for someone else too, whether they're have never ran before or they're trying to get to Boston. I really want to help all levels. So let's go. Yeah. Um, well, with that being said, I think this is a perfect transition into our little game. We love to end Games. every podcast with a little bit of a game. Um, this one is called Five Second Rule. So we'll say um, a word, a term, and you pretty much say the first thing that comes. Is it first? Thing? First, I'm going to say two things. First two things that come into mind. They can be word. They can be phrases, okay. thoughts. So I'm ready. boom, <laughs> they can be as crazy, as silly as you want them to be. All right. First one. Ready? Marathon. Uh, Nike. Yep. Hope. Okay. 
Her face like looked very concerned. She She's was like, like uh, bamboozled. She was bamboozled with that one. <laughs> All right, carb loading. Pasta, bread. Love it. Playlist. Big Booty, Volume Twenty One. Hey, a shout out to the Big Booty mixes. Yes, and Big Booty Eleven. That's an OG. Those are so one. good. If you haven't listened. To it's the best. I feel like I always get confused. Like I definitely put one, put them on like shuffle, and then I forget which ones I like. But yeah, now, now I know that it's twenty one and eleven. That yeah, I go back easy to. peasy. Yeah, I'm gonna do one more. There's Down Under Country Remix on SoundCloud. If you guys like country, okay, it's I'm an right. hour long typing. remix. Yeah, she's taking notes over here. Okay, next one. I used to date this guy who like literally would listen to like this one like electro soundtrack for like three hours and it would just be like. Poof. Like this say I'm like six uh-huh. AM like on his way to work. He's like mm-hmm. I'm like this just mm-hmm. like encompasses like who you are as a person. <laughs> All right, next one. Active wear. Exponential. Oh, same, same girl, same. Okay. Inside of backpack. Um snacks Duh. and phone charger. Mm, the essentials. Um so yeah. good. Um is there anything else you want to leave our listeners with? Like any tips, um, anything you kind of wish you knew when you started your kind of running journey? Bring water, water with you. Go out to run group, no matter where you are. If you're going to the Boston one, it seems so scary to go there, especially alone for the first time, but do it. Runners are the nicest people. Everyone in the fitness world is so kind and just wants to help you. So don't be scared to go out there. And everyone starts at a different place. So do the run, walk method. Run, walk, run, walk, strut, crawl. I don't care how you get there. Gallop. I don't care how you get there. Just move. (laughs) Just move your body. You will not regret it. Um, Shania, this was amazing. I think a lot of people can take just so much information from this. Um, hopefully this inspired you to just get out and get moving. Where can people find you? Go ahead. Plug yourself. Yeah. So my name is Shania. I'm on Instagram. That's my main place. You can find me at Shania, like Shania Twain. It'll be Shania underscore runs. And you'll find all my content on there. If you guys have any questions about running, I might be slow to answer, but I'll get through, get to it. You might get a foot pick. (laughs) Yeah. You might get Spencer's foot. (laughs) Don't be scared. Yeah. Foot pick. um, I'll send you one. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah thank you guys so much for having me this has been so much fun and leah shay you guys are awesome and thank you yeah thank you all right with that being said i know i'm so honored i know um leah kick (laughs) it off you can tone from home you can tone from your phone but all we ask is that that you you don't don't tone tone alone. alone bye guys